This is exactly right. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, honey. And June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the Detective Club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, boo. It's me, Roz. You guys, I had such a great weekend. I did shows and I was all over the place. And, you know, one of the best parts of performing and, you know, being out in public is that I get to meet you guys, my booze, my listeners, and I met so many of you this weekend, and I just so appreciate hearing from you guys, and it, it makes me just incredibly happy, and uh, just, I, I'm just, I'm so grateful for you all, and so I want to give a shout out to Mackenzie, Mackenzie, Mackenzie who lives in Orange County, California, and she was a contestant on my live game show at the Hollywood Improv, which was so much fun, and it was so cool to meet her. And I definitely also want to give uh, a big shout-out to a couple of people. 
This is the coolest thing ever. I am assembling a real ghost hunter kit, which I didn't even think was going to happen. But a couple of listeners are just like, you guys just like all of a sudden we're like, hey, I got some stuff for you. You want it? And uh, so first shout out to Josh, who sent me in the mail an EMF detector for my ghost hunting adventures. And I will say, I'm going to be staying at a haunted, haunted, haunted hotel very soon. So I will be using it within the next few weeks. And Amy and Lori contacted me and they came to the brunch that I hosted, which was so much fun. It was sold out. It was the first ever brunch that we did in Oxnard with Ross Matthews. Uh, it was a blast, and I met so many ghosted listeners there. But Lori uh, got me the well, she wrote me the cutest note, and she also got me a a camera, a digital camera with settings that are gonna that are you know for ghost hunting because the two of them are ghost hunters and they know all about the tech and. It's amazing. So thank you so much. That is so kind of you. I have an announcement. So there still are some tickets left for Ghosted Live, which is on the 19th of October. I'm not sure if I mentioned it or not, but that is the day before my birthday. So that is happening in Los Angeles, the first ever one. And the announcement I have is that my dear friend... World-famous comedian, actor that you know from things like Ugly Betty, the TV show Half and Half, uh, Desperate Housewives. I mean, he's constantly working. You know him. You love him. Alec Mappa. He is going to be there on the show, and I cannot wait to see what kind of juicy, spooky stories he's going to be bringing. So that's the first guest that I am announcing. Um can't wait for it. The 19th of October at the Cavern Club Theater at Casita del Campo. I also noticed a real spooky story that was left in the Facebook group, Ghosted by Roz Dresfeles. This one came from Katie. Let's give it a listen. She says, Hello, everyone. I have a creepy string of experiences to share. So over my summer, I worked as an intern in my tribe's president's office. When I had first started, they had me work in this back office on the West Wing that was far from other people, but still kind of close to other desks where people would sit and work. Nonetheless, it was secluded. So there was a clock in that office that would always act up for no reason. The time would be off, and when I would correct it, it always seemed to change again. I never witnessed it actually being changed, but I would always come back and it'd be off again. It was very much in the vibes of The Conjuring. So that was the first of the occurrences, and I just knew there was some type of presence there. The next thing that would happen was in the women's restroom in the front lobby. In this small restroom, there were three stalls that never locked proper. Women in the office would tell me that they would be in there washing their hands and they would see shadows or figures inside the stall they assumed were other co-workers or someone else, but the figure would always disappear while they were still in there. Ugh, bathroom ghost. 
Or they would walk in, and directly to the left is the first stall with a gap in between the wall and the stall, where you're kind of able to see in, out of the corner of your eye, you could see someone in there. But when you would come out of the stall, that figure was no longer there. It was just small things like this, of uh, shadows at the corner of your eye, or things not working right. Anyway, this is where it gets far more intense. We were all talking one day about these shadows we see in the restroom and the clock, and someone brought up an experience of someone who used to work in that office. They explained that this woman would see a figure on the way west side of the office. She described it as a woman in a long white dress who would walk around the west wing. Perhaps she was the one messing with the clock. There was a lot of unexplained things that would happen, and the explainable things were bad. In our culture, snakes are a bad thing. They bring bad energy. Okay, that's my culture too. I hate snakes. They bring bad energy. They bring bad occurrences. Just bad all around. One day, when these things were occurring the most, one of the guys in the office found a rattlesnake by his desk. Oh. And one day, when I was walking into the office, I saw a dead snake right near the entrance. And around this time, there was a lot of tension between people in the office. Just a lot of bad energy. Okay. I I may have said this before on the show, but, you know, I hear so many ghost stories and, and most of these freak me out. But sometimes when I'm like, you know, it's like, where do I go from here? If I really want to get real spooked, I'm just in the mood to get spooked. I will go to YouTube and I will type in snake videos because snakes scare me like none other. And I'm sure some of you listeners have got pet snakes, and I'm sure that they are just the most beautiful, sweet little babies, but I do not like them. I don't like the way they move. They scare me so much. So a rattlesnake by my desk, sorry, but not sorry. However, the next part is going to make your spine tingle. Okay, bring it on, Katie. Make this spine tingle. There were a few of the women I was really close to in the office, so they would tell me these creepy stories. So one night, they were in the office after hours unloading boxes into the storage. Keep in mind that this was around sunset and it was very dark inside the office. So the area they were going to was just past the main lobby down a long hallway. On your way to the storage area, you pass two offices on the right, and you have to walk through double doors to enter the hallway. There were only two of the women moving this stuff, and only uh, them inside of the office. They heard these stories of the presence in the office, and they were kind of working fast to get out of there as quickly as possible. They were just about done. They had closed the storage room, turned off the lights, and closed one of the double doors. They had gone down a separate hallway to do whatever, and when they had come back out to the main lobby, they instantly felt the presence without telling each other. Obviously, just trying to get out of there. So one of the women had this feeling of, Hey, look at the double doors, toward the storage. So she looks and sees a frightening image. She sees a skinny pale figure 
crouched over like a tiger, ready to pounce with long black hair hanging in the face. Ooh, it's like the ring. She just looks at it and does nothing, just basically in the position, in that position, watching them, almost like it's stalking prey. She turns to the other woman and she's like, we need to get out of here. Full of fear, they get out of that office as quickly as possible. So to add to the creepiness, the building is shared with another office of people, and it was built in the 1930s. Over the years, it was used as a school, a hospital, and even a jail at one point. But it was mostly an office building. A building that old would have to have history attached to it, and most likely a ton of energy. Especially if it were a hospital. Maybe a few deaths had happened there. Possibly the woman in the white dress. But she didn't really have a sinister feel to her. It was like she was just there, wandering. However, the darker image and presence is what makes me wonder what else occurred in that building or what type of energy it creates. So that's my story. Sorry it's so long. Attached are some photos of the double doors and the long hallway and the outside view of the old building. If y'all have any ideas or comments, please share. So... Go to the Facebook group and you'll see the photos that she's posted. And if you have any, you know, questions or comments or anything, leave them for Katie there in the, in the little feed. And you can find that again on our Facebook group, Ghosted by Roz Dresfelez. I am so excited because I have got in the studio today someone that I just absolutely worship. She is so funny and I'm so proud of all the things that she is doing with her career and with comedy right now, it is so exciting. So you guys know her from a ton of her podcasts. Uh, Why Won't You Date Me is the podcast that I've been on. And, um, of course, she also hosts Nailed It, the hit show on Netflix. So here she is, the one and only Nicole Byer. Guys, Nicole Byers here. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm fabulous. How are you? So good. I um I'm such a fan of yours and I'm always I'm a fan of yours. Thank you. I'm always so happy to see you because we've done comedy shows mm-hmm. and I've done your podcast and honestly it's so crazy. I did your podcast, I don't even know, like a year ago yeah, or something. something like that. And I would say now, I mean, now maybe twice a month, I'll mm-hmm. get a tweet or something that's oh, like, yay. I heard you on Nicole Byers podcast. I, and now I'm listening to your podcast or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. So thanks for having people like me on. Oh, no problem. I love just drag in general. And yeah. then I like that you take up space in a pretty heteronormative male centric place. Oh, yeah. Like comedy clubs are very male dominated and I like that you yes you're a man but you're playing with gender and masculinity and femininity and I like that you take up space there so I was like I want you on my podcast because I think that's like really fucking badass thank you I think it's really cool I know and it's crazy like the conversations that I've gotten to have with some of those those Mm -hmm. more mask kind of guys that I think five years ago might not have been able to give me a conversation um 
have you know I've gotten to sit down with some of these you know big he- people that like to the drag fan might be like I don't even know who that is <laughs> but like <laughs> to other yes, people to like a person who like likes comedy you'd be yeah, like yeah. oh that's fucking cool yeah and like you know I've gotten to have like Dave Chappelle on mm-hmm. my shows and um, I followed Bill Burr a couple months mm-hmm. ago like that's so random for it's a drag so queen cool. to do but like to I, get to uh, talk to them and like and. Oftentimes they have questions about mm-hmm. like the drag thing. It's and I, I mean, it's not your job to educate them, but it is nice that you are there to let them know some things. Totally, and I like that they ask questions, and I like that we're getting to a time where men aren't as intimidated by uh, like a gay things like they're not like that's too gay for me to be around they're like well we're not going anywhere yeah (laughs) it's like uh (laughs) i'm interested and i'd like to know and i'll move right along after i have my answer totally i just can't wait till we get to a point where like everyone is comfortable in their sexuality that nothing bothers anybody do you know what i mean totally like where people don't have to like come out i know i think it's like a it's so boring do you think ghosts have to come out as ghosts do you think that's what they're doing when they appear Maybe they're like, I'm here, I'm loud, and I'm proud, and I'm gonna and I'm... open up your cabinet door <laughs> without you seeing me. Maybe, maybe that is their coming out when they first like <laughs> the first occurrence of like a, a ghost thing is like them being like, I'm coming out. Ooh, I want the world to know that I'm dead. What kind of ghost would you be? Oh my god, I think I'd be a really um like fun ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'd knock your dinner plates off the table with your dinner on it, or like during sex, I I would just be like, get it, work, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. Or like if you're like really getting it, I like move a painting on the opposite end of the wall. Totally. I hope I get to haunt people. Like really, I don't know if ghosts are real. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but if they are real, and I do be to, if I do become a ghost, I really want to haunt my friends. Yeah. Like I'm dying to haunt my friends. So have you had an experience with a ghost? Yes. I believe I've had two experiences with ghosts, and I still don't know if they're real. So my friend Marcy lived in my apartment before me, and she moved out. I moved in, and she said there's a ghost who lives in this apartment. Where's this apartment? In L.A.? This is in L.A., um, in Hollywood. And... I was very skeptical of it. She said that this ghost was like mean to her and would turn her phone off sometimes or unplug her phone. And oh my God. She once, I think the ghost maybe like tickled her feet. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> this, it was Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but uh, there was a time where I woke up, was going to the bathroom, was crossing my hallway, looked in the living room, and there was a man with his arms crossed. And I said, no, thank you. And what? I went to the bathroom, and I said, there's a man out there. And then I was like, well, I can't stay in the bathroom. And then I looked out again, and he was gone. And there's been times where all of the cabinets will be open. After- wait, 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 can I go back to that? Yes. Um, did did you live here alone? No, I had a roommate. Was it the kind of place where like your roommate might just have a man there in the middle of the night? No, okay. the, uh, no. Uh, my roommate, he goes to other people, or he would like go to other people. Oh, homes. okay. He wouldn't bring dudes home. So, what did this man look like? Like, what was he wearing? He was short, light skinned, maybe white, maybe Hispanic. Okay. <clears throat> he was wearing a white shirt and jeans. Could you see through him? 
No. He was like, you, it, like for all you knew, it was a man. Yes. Like, it was a real human being. Yes. And I, like, guessed, and it was so scary. I, so then you go into the bathroom <laughs> thinking that there's just, like, this little, kind of sounds hot, uh-huh. Latino guy <laughs> just, like, uh-huh. hanging out behind the bathroom, uh-huh. like, outside the bathroom. Did you, like, grab a weapon? Like, what do you do? I'm just no, trying to think if I'm in I'm that scenario. I'm bad in, in, like, situations. Like, during yeah. the earthquake, I truly just planted my feet and kept folding laundry. <laughs> I'm going to die <laughs> if, if something bad is happening to me. And I meant to, I'm going to die. But I... I think I maybe put up my fists. <laughs> I guess I was just going like to... Like an old-timey cartoon boxer? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Uh, but I think I just... I didn't know if what I saw was real, and I just didn't know how to deal with it. So I didn't have anything in my bathroom that I could hit him with. Yeah. <clears throat> maybe a blow dryer or something. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is so scary. And a t-shirt and jeans, that's like kind of a hip ghost. Yeah, like pretty cash. Very James Deanie. Oh, okay. Uh, but he was like kind of stocky. It was very strange. Oh, wait, I have more than two ghost stories. So I didn't see this ghost, but okay. I lived in college in, um, it was called the Stratford Arms. It's on 70th and Broadway. Uh, New York has a lot of housing laws. So this used to be. I think it was a mental hospital or like an insane asylum. And then it transitioned to like a a, a senior care facility. So like they lived on their own and they had like caretakers come take care of them. And we lived in college with a bunch of old people because they couldn't evict them. They just had to wait for them to die. Oh, wow. So there was shared showers that we would share with these old people and shared bathrooms we would share with these old people. I went to AMDA. It's a wild fucking school. (laughs) They never claimed me. They started claiming me now. I said, please stop. I didn't learn nothing there. Oh, Uh, (laughs) And also you made me live with old people who were dying and would like scream at us. So there was one time I was rounding the corner. I think I was with my friend Tess or my roommate Megan. And there was a little boy who skipped past us with blonde hair and he stopped in front of the shower and was like, <laughs> no, no. He made a noise and we were like, what the fuck? And we like ran to the room. And we were like, what the fuck was that? And then we went back out to see if that kid was still there and he was gone. Stop. He was gone and he wasn't in like normal clothes. He was in weird suspendery things and like a cap. I have got to text my friend, uh, Tessie to see if she was with me and she remembers that. Wow, that sounds like an old-timey New York. Yeah, it was fucking weird. And then, so I I was in musical theater school, so we were allowed to live with boys because they were all gay. And <laughs> they were like, nobody's fucking. Right. Uh, it wasn't, so, there wasn't like that one straight guy that like sure, swept up. But then he came out as gay later. <laughs> you know, when you're singing, you know, Rent and Wicked. Totally. Uh, you might uh, be gay. Yeah. So Evan was on the top bunk and I was on the bottom bunk and he climbs into my bed and he goes, I have to sleep in your bed. And I said, why? And he said, there's a jockey in the closet who asked me to come into the closet. And I was like, what do you mean? And the next morning he was like visibly like shaken and he like really hugged me throughout the whole night. He said the next morning, he was like, there was a jockey who leaned out and waved his arm to come in. And he said, no, I don't want to. And then like maintain eye contact with a little jockey and then climbed into my bed and then woke me up to be like, like I have to sleep with you. Like a horse jockey? Yes, like a horse jockey. And he said he was wearing jockey clothes. Oh, and he was just hanging out in the closet. In the closet, yes. Oh my God. Uh, Wait, this wasn't the straight guy that was in the closet, right? He was straight and 
when I first met him, I was like, so like, you're gay, right? And he was like, no, I have a girlfriend. I was like, does she know you're gay? And which is not an appropriate thing to say to somebody. It's yeah. actually pretty rude. Uh, you should believe people when they tell you something. But then like a, like a month later, he was like, I am gay. And I was like, oh, great. <laughs> I don't He's care. All, seasons of love. love. <laughs> and I was like, mm-hmm, yeah, girl, I know. Mm-hmm, 525,600 dicks in your mouth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I love Evan. He... Is great. We lived together for a long time. Wait, but this was in your room that you were living yes. in? So you never encountered the jockey in the no. closet? No. And I wanted to. And like before I would go to sleep, I would just like look into the closet and be like, I'll come. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah. uh, no, I just That want place that was so fucking weird. It sounds creepy. It was really so creepy. So there's a jockey and a little boy ghost. Yeah. What happened there? I, who knows? Okay, let's go back to the one in LA though. Okay. So. That man, so you you leave the bathroom mm-hmm. and the man is gone. He's gone. And you never saw him again? I or? never saw him again, but I think we heard him again. So John and I, my roommate, John Melheiser, we were being very funny. And <laughs> just being really funny in the living room. And we heard someone clap. like, And it wasn't outside the apartment. It was not upstairs. It was not in the hallway. It was in the living room. Both of us were like, what? I was like, that was inside. And he was like, that was definitely inside. Uh, And I was like, I don't want to be here. And he was like, nope. So we walked down to Franklin and Company and (laughs) drank. But we were like, kind of freaking. It was, it was, it was as if someone clapped right next to my head. And you knew, like, in the back of your head, that this place is haunted. This was after. This is after I had seen that man. Had he had experiences? I don't think John ever had any experiences other than like he would always be like you need to close the kitchen cabinets. And I was like, I did close the kitchen cabinets. And they're wide open. And they're open. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, honey. And June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the Detective Club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. So you're the kind of person that someone tells you this house is haunted. You're like, all right, fine. I'll live there, right? Like, yeah, you're, you I, don't, it doesn't bother you? No. 
as long as there's good juju in the house. Yeah. Uh, my apartment had pretty good juju, I think. The apartment I lived in with like the ceilings caved in had bad juju. Like that one we just that like- That was in New York with the that ceilings was bad. caved in? Well, it was even before the ceilings caved in. I didn't like the apartment. But like we moved in because like we didn't uh, sign our, or renew our lease at our old place. So like we had to move anyway, but I just, ugh. Like there was something not, not good in that yeah. apartment. Yeah, and you just know when you know. Mm-hmm. So- when you say you started this out by saying that you don't know if you believe that they were real Mm. so what do you question about I mean you saw a man in your house I know but then I I was like maybe I was tired I'm always thirsty for dicks and maybe I just like dreamt it I was like I (laughs) wish a man was right here (laughs) the secret (laughs) power of positive thinking just trying to secret a man to me and he never played with your toes when you were sleeping I had a I'm a dead sleeper so if he did I (laughs) slept through it I knew this guy that moved in with this other guy he found some guy on craigslist and it was like just kind of a kind of a weird guy whatever and then one night in the middle of the night my my friend wakes up and the man is sucking on his toes no sometimes humans are scarier than ghosts that's terrible yeah this friend i haven't talked to this friend in years but i remember him telling me this yeah yeah. Ugh. So wait, did you have another ghost story? Yes. Okay. So I was in oh, maybe Mon- Montana or like Missouri. One of those M states <laughs> in the middle. Okay. And I was on a tour co with UCB, which is a the Bright Citizens Brigade. It's an improv theater. They're a touring company. Uh, they would like send us out to do college shows. Uh, so people after college would be like, maybe I'll move to New York and do improv. Yeah. So we were doing a show. We get to this Best Western, which is just a weird hotel in general. Like I just remember a lot of wood. And uh, hotels generally don't have wood, but it was just so it's much very wood. Woody. Just like wooden yeah. beams and shit. Uh, so we're in our room. And I go to sleep and I roll over and I felt the bed depress, decompress, depress. Like someone, like sat, someone on sat on it. on it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to turn around and there's going to be someone on this bed and they're going to murder me. Oh, no. And I roll over and there's no one there. And I was like, oh, fuck, that was so weird. I'm going to go to sleep. I roll over, same thing happens. Mm-mm. And I said, oh my God. If, if there's there has to be someone there this time, maybe they move fast or something. I roll over, not there. So then my friend Marcy has said to me, "You just need to say to ghosts to like ask them to leave, and they will leave you alone." So I was like, "Okay, uh, I feel like there's a ghost in here, and if you are not my mother, you have to leave me alone." And it didn't happen again. So. I was like, oh, okay, so there was a ghost. But then I was like, maybe it was my dad. And I was mean to him. And maybe he's like sad ghost crying somewhere. Because I only <laughs> mentioned my mom. <laughs> but it was, so, it was weird. It was, I, there was someone sitting on my bed. Yeah. And you, it's a very distinct feeling that you feel when someone sits oh, on the side Oh, it happened to me bed. one time. A ghost or something sat on my bed. Really? And you know. Yes. It's creepy. Oh my god! Yeah. But that's just, like hotels are so weird, especially in a place like that, where like a, a hotel like that, where it's probably a lot of people coming and going, mm-hmm. like real quick little visit stops, and just to think of all the energies, mm-hmm. and it's like people die. Yes, you know, it's like they who die knows? everywhere. Yeah. 
Oh. The other day I was trying to remember what that kid says in The Sixth Sense. And I was with my friend. I was like, what does that kid say? I see ghosts everywhere. <laughs> and she was like, no, <laughs> no. It's iconic. It's I see dead, dead people. people. You see dead people. <laughs> You've seen two ghosts. I have. It was uh, so weird. Do you want to listen to some ghosts? I do. Okay. It is time. Wait. Before we oh. do this, can I ask you a question? Yeah, totally. Have you seen the movie Ghost? Of course. So you know the bad demons who take Carl away? Yes. And take, um, uh, oh God, what is his name? He's Puerto Rican. Uh, oh. Rev, uh, uh, Willie, Willie Lopez. Yeah, Willie Lopez. Is it? Okay. Uh, when the, do you know how they got the, uh, do you know what that sound is? No. It's children crying. And baby is crying, and they slowed it down, and I think reversed it. I'm not sure so if they, they reversed it, but it's like put definitely the bang down, flipped children. and reversed it. They did. They listened to Missy Elliott, but it's children. Oh, that's <laughs> creepy. Well, you know, you in danger, girl. Then, uh-huh. right? Okay, you know that one, Molly. You in danger, girl. Okay. All right. So let's listen to some. Go- Wait, actually, before that, I, I want to ask um, just for the listeners because they can't see this drag ensemble mm-hmm. I'm wearing. Can you describe it's what gorgeous. I'm wearing? Well, I was stunned that you decided to go with um, blonde hair. I don't think I've ever seen me. you as a blonde. I know. It's a real hot look. It's a risk, and you it like is. it? I do. I do like it. I also love this. Uh, teal cut crease that you've done. Thank you. Uh, your brows are snatched and sickening. Usually they're thicker. Today they're thinner. They're little tiny. They're so tiny. Little. It's almost as if you put spaghetti on your face and then traced around it. Crazy thing I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, it really it comes angel through. Hair. I love it. And then this blush is great. Your highlight is great. These the dre- lips. Do you think that the dress pantsuit situation is too much? I don't think it's too much. Like People really didn't like Hillary's pantsuits, but I like a strong, powerful zebra print pantsuit. Thank you. It's like a zoot suit, if you will. It's cute. I like it. I'm here for it. The shoes, I cannot believe you're wearing. <laughs> I can't either. They're eight-inch platforms. They're so, you're so tall. For you're, a podcast. For a podcast. This is what it's I too do. much. This is what I do for the listeners. Well, I love it. You're serving <laughs> looks upon looks upon looks. Okay, let's listen to some ghosts. Yeah. It is time for EVPs. Or EV please. Okay, so do you know what an EVP is? Mm-mm. It's electronic voice phenomenon. It's when you watch those ghost hunter shows. <laughs> they catch a ghost saying uh-huh. something, and then they they tell you what they believe the ghost is saying. Mm-hmm. I go to YouTube and I find some ghosts. Okay, I you're from New Jersey, right? Yes. Okay, I. I found uh, some New Jersey ghosts. Yes, I hope they're really trashy. Okay, well, uh, I'll let you decide. We might need to put on these headphones. Oh, how am I going to fit over this wig? Oh, no. Here, I'll help you. Oh, no. Oh, oh God. Oh, goodness. Okay. (laughs) And we did it. Watch the feather headpiece. Okay, this first one comes from somebody on YouTube named GCP Guy. And I believe it stands for Grave Concerns Paranormal. Uh, They did an investigation at the Red Mill Inn, which is in Clinton, New Jersey. Familiar? No. Okay. Well, tell me what this ghost is saying. Sounds like he's getting fucked. <laughs> and he's saying not deep, not deep. Not deep, not He's definitely saying something twice. Yeah, not deep, not deep. I can hear that. Or Nazi, Nazi. Oh no. 
No, it's not Nazi. <laughs> Nati, Nati. Oh, naughty. Here, this okay, ghost is fucking. Not, yeah, it's, it, I really don't. I mean, it's the Red Mill. I don't know what that is. Maybe, Me either. Is it in a, maybe it's a motel or something. Okay, here's some options. Is it A, no tea, no tea. <laughs> B, empty, empty. C, humpty, dumpty. Or D, just ghost. I think humpty, dumpty. Humpty, dumpty. It's empty, empty. Oh. What's empty? I don't know. They're so. Okay, this one was found somewhere outside of Newark. Um, I have no clue what the context is. Let's just try to figure out what they're saying. Come on, ghosted. Let's get spooking. Oh, no. <laughs> no. No, a ghost is no. I mean, unless this is like a freshly dead teen going, oh it's actually Laganja. Oh, saying, is it? She's saying, come on, ghosted, let's get sickening. Oh I love Laganja. I think I do she's too. so funny. And I often scream, come on, let's get like if I'm grocery shopping, I'll be like, come on, banana. Totally. Let's get sickness. She's the funniest. Per- we just, yeah, she was. She did this show, and that's when she recorded that. Never mind. That was a fake one. This one's that's real, though. That's really funny. Okay, <laughs> this one. This one is real. But I honestly, don't... the best part is, like, 40, 50 years from now, that's what ghosts will be doing. I know. I can't wait. Oh, I know. Can you? Why imagine? hasn't there in like? Why isn't there a ghost? It's like what's up? I'm trying to bring that back. <laughs> You're trying to bring back the what was that a Budweiser? The, the, the Budweiser frogs. What's up? Or maybe it was the, just it was Budweiser. The guys that call. Yeah, guys, not frogs. Yeah. What's a frog? What am I thinking? No, of? the frog. The frogs was another thing. Oh, okay. But they would go Bud. Why there? Oh, okay. But then the dudes the going dudes, what's up? Yeah, they would call. Yeah. I'm trying to bring that back. I'm also trying to bring back girl. You all that and a bag of chips because who the fuck is the first person who said that? Seriously. It's so funny. All of what? Like a Subway meal? Like, what do you mean you're, you're all, all that it. and a bag of chips? And a, well, I like it because it's like, I think you're great, plus, plus chips. Plus the chips. That's nice. I like it. Okay, this one is from Torgo. Okay. And it is at the Inn of Cape May in Cape May, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And uh, so apparently he's referring in the video to his television, which was turned off, and then the voice says this. Any guesses? Surprise-o? Surprise-o! surprise the clown is here! Supplies? Those supplies, though, that's what it sounds like. Supplies, though. Here's some options. Is it A, Paris Hilton? No. B, my parents are home. Oh. C, the power's on. Or D, the party's here. Power's on. Yeah, it's the power's on. Uh. I, I don't know. Interesting. It was weird. And this is after this man turned off a TV? Yeah, he just, was he's like, just like filming his room and then he's like, there's the TV. And then all of a sudden you hear like, the power's on. Oh, weird. But the power wasn't on. So this the is ghost- so, ghosts are fucking weird. Like, do something fun. I know. That's why I'm going to be the first drag queen ghost. I love it. Okay, let's just, before I let you go, can I read you a story that came from a listener? Yes. Okay, this one came from Melvin. He put it in our Facebook group, which is ghosted by Roz Dress Velez on Facebook. Join it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Melvin says, 
one of my best girlfriends uh, wait, got me listening to this podcast. Sorry. Uh, now, I'm a strong believer in the other side and have had a few instances of seeing or hearing things. This particular time was one that I won't forget. I was asleep in my bed, and I was dreaming that I was looking for a scary movie to watch on Netflix. Suddenly, in the middle of my dream, I felt like somebody was watching me. I immediately woke up to find this dark figure looking down at me. When I tried to look up at it, I couldn't make out a face at all. It was just dark. It then turned around and started to move away from the bed. This next part made it more real than anything. I figured my mind was playing tricks on me, but whoever or whatever this was moved away, and as it did, I felt it touch and drag its fingers down my leg. That's when I really got freaked out. It quickly disappeared, and I left in a state of shock and couldn't go to sleep for the next half hour. In the morning, as my fiancé was getting ready for work, I told him what happened, and he is very skeptical about the supernatural. All I know is that it was the first time I'd been touched by something that wasn't human, and I won't soon forget. What would you do? If something touched me that wasn't human, I would say, can you come back? <laughs> I would marry a ghost. There was a woman who married a ghost. Oh, we talked about it on she here. She married a pirate, I believe. Yes, she did. And she got divorced recently. I know, it's unfortunate. Ugh, can you believe Love it? Love is hard. I was like, if this bitch can't even make it with a ghost, there's I no know. hope for any of us. Would you have sex with a ghost? I think so. Yeah. I would, yes. I'm so horny I'd have sex with literally anything. I'll tell you what I can get. Right? Anything. As long as, you know, they're asking first. Yeah. I w- it would be very weird to be like, I think I'm being penetrated by something. Here's what I'll say. We had Billy Lee from Vanderpump Rules mm-hmm. on this podcast who talked about a sexual encounter with a ghost. Okay. And because of that episode, I did a lot of research about celebrities that have had sex with ghosts. <laughs> and I wanted to make sure, because to me, it's kind of assault. Kind like, of. Well, as long I don't know how a ghost could ask, but they make noises. It's very like... It's a tricky thing, but pretty much all the reports that I read were like, people were like, it was great. And Billy Lee was like, it was great. Interesting. So people, I mean, I'm kind of curious. I'm curious too, but also like, I don't want to bring that shit to me. Like, I don't need a bunch of ghosts trying to fuck me. I don't know. When then I, when I research, I also found like spells and like websites that are like, here's how you can catch one. Here's how you can get one in your bedroom. Because it's like no, a specific kind of ghost no. that does that. I don't think you should do it. I don't want to. I th- I um, I guess I don't know. I just think there are spirits and forces in the world, and like maybe you shouldn't try to invite bad juju to you. No. Yeah. Because I mean, it's like any like dating on an app or something. Like you can end up with the wrong one. Yes, you can end up with the wrong ghost. And now just... they know where you live. Yes, and then they're gonna you know come over all the time and. You know, you don't have to invite them in. They can just come in. Literally. Mm-hmm. So let's just recap here real quick. What is your overall belief? So you believe in that. You believe that there's these forces. I believe that there's spirits and forces, I think. But I don't know if I believe in ghosts. It's a very complicated thing. I think mm-hmm. I'm just like 
one of those people who is like, yeah, I don't want to hard say there's no ghosts because what if there is? I don't want to be, you know, stupid and wrong. Yeah. And then I want to be like, there are ghosts. And then if it's proven that there's not, I don't want to be stupid and wrong. Well, it's one of those things that no one's ever going to prove. Yeah. I don't know how you could because they're not tangible and it's hard to prove intangible things. That's why it's just all like a personal, mm-hmm. you know. Do you believe in ghosts? Yes. Of course. Yes. You have a whole podcast dedicated yeah, yeah, yeah. to it. That would be wild if you didn't. Well, I, I mean, I, it's, I think it's good to be skeptical. Mm-hmm. I think it's good to ask questions. And, and, you know, I don't believe that you have to believe everything, but mm-hmm. um, I think it's a great, I think it's fun. I do think it's fun. Like, listen, we got to live through this lifetime. Why not believe that there's more, you know, mm-hmm. on the other side? Although, like I said, I want to haunt people, but I also want to rest. That's you know, the thing. That's where like, I don't know if being a ghost is a good thing or a yeah, bad thing. Like, can I sleep as a ghost? Have you seen the Insidiouses? Of course. Yeah. I love them. They're really good. <laughs> I like the woman, the older woman. Yeah, she's amazing. She's great. And I like that she like gets bumped up to like a main character throughout the series. I watched, I think, all four of them. Do you remember there's something about Mary? Yes. She's she plays the Magda. old lady. Yeah, with she's the titties. iconic. She's yeah. great. Yeah. She's a great actress. Great she's been in a ton her. of shit. I was like into it. I was like on her IMDb. I am a stan. I like her. Yeah, well, she comes from like a horror family because her oh. brother, I believe, is the one that Oh gosh, I'm really bad with this kind of thing. He's a produced, or yeah, I think he produced the Nightmare on uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, cool franchises, and she makes little cameos and stuff. Mm. Okay, I'll let you go. I so appreciate your time because you're one of the busiest people in town. What do you got going on? You have like ten thousand podcasts. Yes, I have four podcasts right now. One is called "Why Won't You Date Me." The other one is uh, "Best Friends with Sashir Zameda." Uh, that's and then "Drag Her with Mono Gapping," where we recap RuPaul's Drag Race. We're doing All Star Season One, which is hard to find. Um, and then I have "90 Day Bay," where I recap "90 Day Fiance," <laughs> the best franchise on television, with my friend uh, Marcy Jaro, and that's only on Patreon. It's five dollars a month. Um, and then I've been touring. My tour dates are on my Instagram and the link in the bio, or you can go to my website, NicoleBuyerWasTaken.com, uh, <laughs> because Nicole Byer was taken. Um, let's see. Yeah, I'm doing a lot of dates. So I will be in Orlando September 26th through 28th. I'll be at Levity Live in West Nyack, New York, October 11th and 13th, November 1st and 3rd, the DC Improv, uh, November 8th, New York Comedy Festival, November 9th, the Wilbur Theater in Boston, and I'm doing stand-up, and then Why Won't You Date Me Live right after. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I really thank you. It. Rise dress for lair. Ah, that was loosely exactly Nicole Byer. I love her. And I love you all. And if you love me too, please leave a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. And if you have a ghost story, you can leave it there. If you don't have a ghost story, you can just say something nice or um, don't say anything at all. Just five stars on uh, Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. It would help out the show. And also, please join the Facebook group, Ghosted by Roz Dresveles. We also have a Facebook page called Ghosted by Roz Dresveles. I am on Facebook. I have my own page. Of course, I have my Instagram page. I'm on Cameo. I'm everywhere. I'm also 
going to be at the world-famous Cavern Club Theater the day before my birthday, October 19th, for the first ever Ghosted Live. I hope to see you there. You can get the tickets at cavernclubtheater.com. There's also a link on my Instagram. And on the 20th, my actual birthday, I'm back in Oxnard, baby! I'm hosting Ross Matthews' Dragtastic Bubbly Brunch. It sold out just the other day, so make sure you get those tickets. It's at Levity Live Oxnard. Well, that's about all for this week. We have got some really good episodes coming up, so make sure you are subscribed. I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! Starbanks Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.